Get, get ready. This is the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist.
Hello and great day, everyone. Welcome to the Stay Focused Radio Show. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your kingdom heart specialist. And the word of the Lord says, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. And it is with that I offer you hope in troubled times as these that we are living and also as a compass for us to understand that while it may seem that we are lost, while it may seem that we are drifting, while it may seem that there is so much disparity around us, that we do have a hope in the Lord. Our hope is in him. And as as long as we continue to keep our eyes upon him, where our help comes from, we have a consistent and confirmed hope that he will never leave us nor forsake us. On today's show, as always, um, got some dynamic things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the uh, political things that are going on in our society. And I say political because even when injustice happens, it is the politics of it all that is the frustrating aspect of it. So we're going to talk about politics for uh, uh, a little bit. And also we have a, going to continue with our third part of our uh, series, Stick to the Assignment. So stick with us and I'll be right back after this. Mind-blowing, riveting, empowering. Encounter the life-changing presence of God through developing a lifestyle of prayer with your copy of Back to the Altar, enthroned in the power of prayer by Edmund C. Brown. You'll be empowered to authentically and effectively speak life into dead situations by proper understanding of the Word of God. Own it today. Available at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon.com or visit edmundcbrown.org. Welcome back, everybody, to the Stay Focused Radio Show. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And as we deal with the topic of politics today uh, for this segment, I uh, just want to point out some some very, uh, what I believe, are important key things to remember uh, as the believer. Um, of course, with everything that's going on in the world, uh, uh and within this nation, particularly with the protests and the marches um, that were ignited by the murder of George Floyd, um, being tortured to death by um, Minnesota police officers, um, which have since then been charged. Um, uh, we saw this uh, those acts launch both national and global outrage concerning the seemingly endless systematic injustices that um, that have too often been singled out concerning those of African descent. Um, now, while there are many debatable issues um, that have arisen 
uh, because of this, the one thing that should not be up for debate is the sanctity of life. Um, And with that said, I want to address what I feel are key issues on how to bring some kind of reformation um, and to clearly uh, deal with and reform a broken and flawed system. I've noticed on several media um, outlets, um, different people making statements of if you're going to protest or complain, then vote. Well, that is the reason for this segment today, uh, because my response is is simply this. um, And I am addressing those of the household of faith Um, as a believer on the Lord Jesus. It's not enough to simply vote. Glory to God. Voting is a privilege that we have been afforded uh, in a country that is a democracy. Its purpose is to be a method and a vehicle to echo one's voice. Sadly, too many have allowed the world's standard to both influence their moral compass as well as water down what was never meant to be perverted for the vices of men. As a believer, I believe that you are not to identify yourself with the world's standard, because in doing so, uh, we forget that although we live here, we are not of here. So we can't base our decisions on a means that is contrary to the will of God. And so even with that said, um, voting is not the answer as a believer. Informed voting, I believe, is the answer. The reason why the situation exists in today's society as America is simply because of the laws and the police officers are only enforcing the laws or they only uh, are allowed to get away with what they get away with because of the laws that exist. And so what that uh, tells me um, um, is that there has to be a conscious effort, a conscious effort Uh, a conscious effort to not only vote, but to vote according to the measure of faith as a believer. What do I mean by that? I mean that when you take it upon yourself to vote a straight Democratic ticket or a straight Republican ticket, that tells me, number one, there's laziness involved. And so no one's doing the research to find out exactly who these individuals are, what kind of moral compass they have. If they know the Lord again, I'm addressing the household of faith because as a believer, there are just certain things that no matter uh, how eloquent someone may talk about a thing, no matter how, how, uh, 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 you know, no, no matter how much, how charismatic someone is, If they do not represent Jesus and him crucified and him uh, 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 being raised from the dead as a believer, we are not supposed to co-sign with it. We are not supposed to stand with it. We are not supposed to align ourselves with anything that clearly goes against the word of God. And you could take that from anywhere, but you could take that from anywhere from uh, uh, abortion, to uh, 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 even to civil liberties, civil, civil, sorry, civil liberties uh, that we have uh, today, uh, which is the right to vote. Certain things 
are dogmatic. Certain things are ancient. Certain laws in the books, if you will, they are they are archaic. Uh, you know, there is a law in one of the counties here in North Carolina uh, uh, that says that uh, husbands, you can beat your wives as long as you do it on Sunday on the on the steps on the porch of the courthouse downtown. That is a law. I'm not going to tell you which county because I could just see the droves of people heading down that way now. But seriously, there's there's a call for the change of laws. Uh, and that that also that has to do. Everything has to do with who you are voting for. And so how informed are you as a voter? Because the problem with voting, uh, again, those straight tickets is that you have no idea what you are agreeing to. Think of it this way. Um, the word says thou shalt not kill. Yet some believe in the barbaric practice of abortions. Uh, uh, they, they clearly God said that we can't kill. Yet people make justifications for when they do. Meaning either you can or you can't. Either. Uh, and I even go as far as this. The same people that are that cry out all the time about abortions. Should be the same people crying out about senseless and unnecessary murders, avoidable murders of any individual, but particularly those uh, of African-Americans who were, number one, unarmed, two, committed no crimes at the time of their death, three, at the hands of people who uh, uh, viciously weaponized their authority in such a way to that it speaks volumes to everyone in that demographic, that cultural demographic, um, that they are in danger. So if abortions is murder to, 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 to delete for lack of better, better terminology, the life force, the life energy of a baby while it is still in the process of being uh, 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 growing and, and maturing and, and becoming, uh, if that's murder, then surely the castration of faith of people who just want to live should be considered murder as well. The Bible is the standard um, to which one should allow themselves to be led when making these types of decisions. That's right. <laughs> uh, and so therefore, how one votes should be based upon how they apply the word to their lives personally and then for the one that they are voting for. Because in, I believe that in order to break down and overhaul the systemic disparages that uh, we must elect officials who see, understand, and are willing to implement change concerning the laws that will save lives and not continue the systematic committal of genocide. This has been your political moment here on the Stay Focus Radio Show. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And we're going to take a break and we'll be right back after this. Do you wish you had more energy, more focus? 
and more control of your appetite? At Total Life Changes, we have a product that provides a boost in energy and focus to help you do more of what you love throughout the entire day. What is this remarkable product? NRG. So what will I feel, you ask? Taking just one NRG capsule in the morning or early afternoon, and you'll feel a boost of energy and attitude, improved mental clarity and memory, a decrease in appetite to support weight management. NRG contains 14 all-natural ingredients that provide your body with benefits you'll really feel. This unique thermogenic fat burner is powered by Advantra Z, a bitter orange extract that suppresses appetite, accelerates fat loss, and has been used safely for over 20 years. Some additional key ingredients include beta-phenethylamine and vanadium to improve athletic performance, speed weight loss, improve overall mood, and increase the attention span. 5-hydroxytryptophan, known as 5-HTP, increases the production of serotonin, which has been known to play an important role in treating depression, insomnia, and obesity. Green tea extract affects thinking and alertness, increases urine output, and may improve the function of the brain's chemical messengers. So what are you waiting for? Give NRG a try today to naturally suppress your appetite and boost your daily routine with the energy and focus you deserve. Are you interested in promoting your church, business or book during our show? Simply call us today at 330-362-8733. Again that's 330-FOCUSED. And now for your Midday Momentum. Oh, 
we reverence you, Jesus. Oh, 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 we exalt you, Lord. Oh, God, you're so holy, Jesus. We reverence you. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Stay Focused Radio Show. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist, and this is your Midday Momentum. As we continue discussing uh, the series or dealing with the series, stick to the assignment. Uh, We're down to our last five uh, key aspects of what I refer to as the 13 principles of manifested purpose. Uh, Just want to recap those that we have gone over. Uh, because again, Daniel eleven thirty two says that those, the people that know their God, they will do exploits. Um, and I want you to know because of your relationship with the Lord, you've been called to do something great. And guess what that means? That literally means that whatever you do for God, he's the one that's doing the measuring stick on how great it is. Greatness is not determined by your peers. Greatness is determined by the one who has invested the seed on the inside of you because only he knows the potential. Um, And so with that said, uh, we've we've talked about uh, the first uh, uh, first eight, I believe, uh, setting up your day the night before, itemizing to tackle the difficult task first, um, eliminating distractions, uh, making sure you're keeping up your energy and resting, uh, confessing. Um, uh, the outcome desired as a target and not as a wish list um, to avoid multitasking, um, to take breaks and to choose uh, your moment. Uh, So today, as we continue with these four or five, um, the first one I want to talk about today is simply um, to get rid of the disturbances. Literally hanging a sign that says, do not disturb. And this will be number nine. Um, Do not disturb. The Bible says, um, the question was asked, who did hinder you? You know, the the Apostle Paul says this after making it very clear. He said, you know, you you did run well. Who hindered you? You know, uh, who came along and distracted you and distorted your perception of what you were doing. Be very aware and careful and cognizant of the fact that in this life, you will encounter people who are so critical of what you're doing. Yet, I just simply ask you to do this. Consider the source. When someone has so much to say about what you are doing, just simply stop, consider the source, And determine whether or not they have produced anything themselves. That's right. It's not being judgmental. I I just want you to protect yourself from the uninvited (laughs) criticism, critiques, and comments from those who aren't even doing anything in their own lives. Because at at the end of the day, the race that you are running is the race that you have to finish. 
the race that you are going to finish cannot be attributed to anyone else except your efforts, your passion, your drive. And so if you start slowing down, you have to begin to ask yourself, who's hindering me? Is it something someone else says or something uh, that someone else has said? Or is it me? Never forget to identify uh, or or to, to do an inventorial check within yourself, an inward check to make sure that you're not the one causing the disturbance as well. The next thing, number 10, is reward yourself. Uh, I believe that God takes pleasure in the details of our lives, um, even the things that have nothing to do with church. That's right. Um, I remember a time me and my son, we went to uh, see a movie. Um, and as we seen this movie, um, you know, we came out and I heard God say it. The Holy Spirit said, you know, the father was happy. Um, he was happy based upon us taking out that time to do something that we enjoyed. Uh, uh, so it's very, it's very important to reward yourself um, and to reward yourself. Uh, I'll even say as far as even investing in yourself, you know, lately or uh, within the past several months. You know, there are several people, uh, not several people, there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people uh, that have benefited from what the government has called um, uh, a stimulus check. And there are, even though there are some people who have carelessly taken that money, well, I, I repent, I can't say careless. I don't know their need. I'll just put it like that. Uh, but I don't understand why you would need to take a $1,200 check and go buy a 50-inch television. But that's neither here nor there. Sometimes when we look at things like that, I'll just say this. We all have this money sometimes, and some people put it toward bills. Some people, like I just said, went out and purchased things uh, that assumedly they needed. Uh, however, make sure you're taking the time to reward yourself by investing in the thing that ultimately is a goal for you. Um, uh, again, I believe God takes pleasure in the details of our lives, especially when they have nothing to do do with church. Um, Number 11, the next thing is uh, to change your mindset of I got to, to I'm graced to. I denote your ability, your education, your strength, your connections, your relationships, whereas his grace supersedes all of our ability and it illuminates the very presence of God himself. When we say I got to do something, number one, it sounds like someone's forcing you to do it. So we have to change our mindset concerning the assignment upon our life to not sound as though we're being threatened to do it. Um, um, uh, you know, to, to, to live the life that God has uh, called us to and chosen us for in an enjoyable manner. The grace of God upon our lives opens doors for us. Praise the Lord. Yes, we thank God for favor, but guess what? Favor and grace work hand in hand. Hallelujah. It is the grace of God that supersedes, as I said before, it supersedes our ability, supersedes your education. Um, the grace of God, If you, when you have been graced to do something, you have to put no effort for it whatsoever. Uh, uh, w- just with me, for example, 
Um, I have not been to school or been properly educated in, in the in the means of graphic design or or or, or things of that nature. But uh, from a child, um, the, my family has always called me an artist. I was always drawing things for church, uh, this, that, and the third, and always just doing things on 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 that level. Uh, but never went to pursue college education or to get a degree in graphic design or anything like that. But if you were to look at any of the flyers that I've created, any of the posters or anything, even the book covers uh, that my publishing company has designed, um, I've been often told that it looks as though I have a a degree in graphic design. Why is that? Because that's a grace upon my life. It's not something I I can take credit for. I, I can't I don't get the glory because of that. It's something that God has clothed me with that ultimately he gets the glory. And so I never find myself getting tired from doing the things that I'm doing because I'm graced to do them. And so that's very key to understand when you have the I got to mindset. The I got to mindset wears you out. You know how you do when you say you got to go to work. You know, you it's like you lose all energy when you start thinking about it. But when you say you're graced to do your job, that means, yeah, there may be some headaches at work, but it does not affect you. It does not frustrate you. It does not agitate you because what you do in 15 minutes, it takes everyone else in your department eight hours just to accomplish one paragraph of what you are able to uh, produce. So that's a good thing. The next thing, uh, number 12, is to uh, uh, don't let your truth lead you to a place that God was. Hear me and hear me well. Don't let your truth lead you to a place that God was. Meaning, it's it's good to say, well, let's yes, let's do this and uh, and, and let, let's produce this or let's go here. But at the end of the day, when you're sticking to the assignment, that means that you're following his footprints. And when I say following his footprints, I don't mean as he's in front of you and you're walking behind him. No, I mean, you're following him in a sense of you are in him. So as he takes a step, you're taking a step as he as he takes a turn. You are taking that same turn in the same direction as the father is moving. You are in synchronized motion with the hand of God upon your life so that you always will be where he is at the time that he's there. Too often, especially in our in our religious movements, we have uh, 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 rituals all in throughout church based on where God used to be. Hallelujah. We have all these things that we practice based on where God used to be, what he uh, used to be saying, and he's not saying some things anymore. You know, uh, I always point out to people when they like to say, you know, women ought to keep silent in the church. And I say, well, who said that? Did, did Jesus say that or did Paul say that? Because whatever Paul said concerning the church is time sensitive. Whatever Jesus says concerning his church is timeless. It, it doesn't have an expiration date. Um, and so we have to be very careful that we're not allowing ourselves to be led to a place that God no longer is. And the key thing is, is like I said, don't let your truth. The Bible says that Jesus is the way he is uh, the life, but yet he is truth. 
And so even when we make the statements of, um, you know, I'm following my truth, I'm living my truth. Be very careful because it's a dangerous thing if your truth doesn't does not line up with his will. It's a dangerous thing if your truth does not line up with the will of God, because at the end of the day, if quote unquote what you're calling your truth displeases God. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not be invited to come in and, and take a seat and, and, you know, sit down and rest a little while. You know, all the things grandma and them used to say, you know, you, you won't even get that invitation if your truth is totally contrary to what his will is saying. And so the next thing, number 13, number 13 is to seek consistent mentorship. Well, why would I seek consistent mentorship? Because you do not know it all. You know, one of the things that we do is that we forget to thank God on a daily basis. And the reason why that is, is because sometimes the mentors in our life live a lifestyle of self-gratification. They're always glorifying themselves, always patting themselves on their back, uh, per se. But you have to seek consistent mentorship. The Bible says we have not many fathers. And so I thank God for my spiritual fathers to uh, 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 Pastor James Milton at Pleasant Grove, Amy Zion Church in Concord to Bishop Kevin L. Long of Temple Church International in Charlotte, um, North Carolina um, to Apostle Bobby Duncan in Coatesville, uh, Pennsylvania, um, you know, to the late Pastor James Quarles, um, you know, his ministry was also in Charlotte, North Carolina. I thank God for their mentorship. I thank God for the ability to see value in me, invest in me, and yet to correct me. Because at the end of the day, that's what mentorship is. Mentorship is not a sign, is not a key to um, allow you to do whatever you want to do without any correction. True mentorship offers course corrections when you see the mentee headed for destruction. And too often, we, we forget to ask ourselves as it relates to not having many fathers, we forget, we have to ask ourselves every now and then, begin to ask yourself this question, what kind of child am I? Because at the end of the day, some of the things that we do are representative of the DNA of our father. And I think we'll probably deal with that a little bit later on. But no, just think of that. Some of the things we do are indicative of the DNA of our father. And so sometimes, just like Jesus told, told those individuals, he said, he said, look, you are of your father, the devil. He was a liar in the beginning. He's the father of lies. And when he lies, he said he does it because that's him. What kind of child are you today? If you've been given, if you have been given an assignment, are you the obedient child that's doing everything that's necessary in order to fulfill it? Are you the willing child that even though you may not know how to move forward, at least you're willing to reach out and ask for help? Are you the stingy child that wants to get all the revelation knowledge, all the prophecies and all this other stuff for yourself as you watch everyone else struggle to, to get ahead, but yet you know all the answers? Seriously, what kind of child are you?
Because the blessing of seeking consistent mentorship, seeking consistent mentorship has nothing to do with going around saying, uh, uh, I'll put it like this, changing spiritual parents every, uh, every four weeks. You know, uh, the Bible says we have not many fathers for the simple fact of you can't follow every voice that you hear. Everyone's assignment is not like the assignment upon your life. And even the assignment upon my life, guess what it's doing right now? Prayerfully, it's encouraging you to push forward and to keep and to continue moving forward. Because we all are in this together in that the body jointly fitted together, right? Prayerfully, what I've said, what I'm saying and what I will say, whatever the more bless you and empower you to keep moving forward but guess what at no time will you see me stop what I'm doing to come and do what you're doing why that's not my assignment your assignment has a load of benefits just waiting on you to fulfill it hallelujah so again the five things we've discussed today was uh, or are to get rid of the disturbance, hang up a do not disturb sign, reward yourself, change your mindset of I got to to I'm grace to and to seek consistent mentorship because you do not know it all. We do not know it all. And then lastly, don't allow your truth to lead you to a place that God was. This has been your midday momentum here on the Stay Focused Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Have you ever found yourself in the middle of something that you had no control over? How do you survive what you were not even responsible for? Find the answer to these challenging life experiences by ordering Half Breed. My Personal Journey to Freedom by Jacqueline Lowe. Own it today. Available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble or log on to halfbreed.square.site to get your copy today. Thank you all again for joining me today on the Stay Focused Radio Show. I pray that something that has been said today will bless you, has empowered you, and has influenced you and encouraged you to keep pushing forward. Until next time, remember to stay focused and get ready to see God's will manifest in your life. Stay focused, keep your eyes, stay on him. Stay focused, keep your eyes, stay on.